the saying used to be the rent was too damn high. Now the saying that's coming to be more and more the norm is the mortgages are too damn high. And it's true. Many of your mortgages have climbed incredible amounts over the last six months to a year simply because of the fact that you are not in control of what happens with interest rates, which are, of course, the driving factor in what made cheap money cheap. So if you were one of those people who were convinced that rates were going to stay where they were, which at one point was in the 1% and 2% range, this is the bank letting you know that you are not important to them. The only thing that's important to them is your money. So I'm here as the anti-mortgage person. I understand that a lot of you, myself included, over the years have needed a mortgage. But the reality is right now, for many of you, the mortgage is just not affordable. It's not something you look forward to. And you don't own a large majority of the home that you live in. At a certain point, when the bank owns more of the house than you do, you're paying rent. And it's very likely that you're not going to be paying off that mortgage. So, as much as I love hearing all different sides of, you know, how the banks and how mortgage brokers might help you through this, I like to have the other side, which is to focus on helping as many people as possible get mortgage-free and debt-free as I can possibly help. As many of you as I can help across Toronto, GTA, Ontario, across Canada, to get as many of you in that position where you are no longer an asset of the bank. Because as you can tell, although they may give you an extension or they might give you a little bit of a break now and then it's very far few and far between and again in many cases they own more of your property than you do and for those of you who've been borrowing a lot of money over the years it's now time for them to catch up so you might be getting the letters you might be missing payments now, this has happened to a lot of clients of mine over the years. As a result, I've figured out the solutions. A lot of the solutions, by the way, are not posted at the wall um, at the bank when you go over there. You're not going to get those kinds of answers because very often the solutions are not advertised. So my job here is to give you every bit of help and get you to the point where you get back 
back to the reason why you first invested in real estate. The house that you're in is not the first place you've lived. You've probably lived somewhere before that and things were fine. The next place you live after this will also be fine. Yes, there might be memories. Yes, you might have been there for 10 or 15 or 20 years, but it isn't wasted when you make a smart downsize, especially if the downsize allows you to become mortgage free, perhaps start a new chapter of your life, whether it's in the same city, perhaps downgrading to a smaller space, perhaps even renting. And let me be the first to tell you there is nothing wrong with that part of the journey, whether it's a downsize or deciding to rent. Because what a lot of people won't tell you, and of course the banks and the mortgage people, a lot of them will tell you one story. And it's true that you should, if you've, if you've been investing in this for a certain amount of time, a lot of you have done your time on, you know, on paying that bill. You probably paid a lot of interest right now. For example, if you were to punch in the total, total investment, the total costs, the, the complete total costs, including interest for a $500,000 mortgage over 30 years. And I can send you a copy of this because it's absolutely true. The total amount is going to be double the 500,000 by the end of the 30 years, you'll have paid over a million dollars for that property. The 30 year mortgage is not for you. The 30 year mortgage is to keep more money coming to the banks. You have to understand that they're going to own more of that property in some cases than you, especially if you don't have any leverage right now. So let me help you get there. My job is that I solve the biggest problems. So over the years, when you reach out to me and tell me that things aren't good and there's trouble coming down the line, my job is to give you options, options that the bank cannot give you options that other realtors might not know about because they haven't been in enough of these turbulent markets. My background goes into uh, goes back as far as the 90s, not the 1890s, as my kids have joked, but the 1990s. Uh, bought my first house in the late 90s, towards the end of the Toronto recession of the 90s, not knowing that it was the end. No, you know, no expectations then that it was a smart move at all. It ended up being very smart indeed. It was actually one of the best returns on my time and investment that I could have ever done at that time. And I made enough money from that sale. And I, I was not a realtor at that time. I was just an investor, 24 years old, put every cent I had into that. And because of the fact that I sold it and did pretty good, I was able to take some time and concentrate on what I wanted to do next. So then that's around the time when I started deciding I wanted to be in real estate because I knew that I could do a better job than the guy who helped me buy the house. 
it was uh, it was very very easy to um, to, to to find out that uh, they were not uh, very skilled at their job um, and there was a lot of details that were not told to me so because of that I decided to become the source for information and now because of this podcast I can relay these messages to you so if the mortgage is too high and the home you're in isn't bringing you joy, why are you there? If you're waking up thinking about money, if you're going to sleep thinking about money, why are you there? In as little as 90 days, I've been able to take people from those very low points in their life to absolutely 180 360 degree difference by making smart moves whether they were within the same city or if you're looking at making a very um, smart move and investing the money that you've made into another growing city if you're looking at maybe moving into another province that's where some of the biggest success stories are and I'll end my podcast with that one which is clients of mine who sold their property in Toronto and it was about a million dollars that they sold the house for so and and not a lot of a mortgage so they were able to pay off the mortgage end up buying a house in Nova Scotia for 200,000 which by the way there's houses in Nova Scotia as little as a hundred thousand because I've got other clients that are doing the exact same thing because of this podcast. So there's other prop, there's other provinces, other areas outside of Toronto. And let me, let me explain what the news won't tell you the, the stories you'll hear in the news about people regretting their moves to these small towns has a lot to do with who's making the move. It's not the move itself. So, if you've lived enough life, if you've been working, if you've had like a good 10, 20 or 30 years of experience working and you are in a job where you can actually either move your business anywhere in the world and do it, or you can work from remote and you know that that's the more comfortable way to go for you. You can, you know, you can do it. That ends up becoming a much better quality of life for you because there's a lot of people telling you what they want you to hear, not what you should be hearing. So like I said, I'm, I'm as again, I've had even this week mortgage brokers on my podcast, and I will always have differing views of, uh, of differing opinions intelligent people showing up, giving you suggestions. But I'm also going to tell you that there's other options to consider. And yes, this is a realtor telling you that sometimes renting is better. And there's a reason why you need to know that from me directly, because this is something that I've helped so many people do. And what you have to realize is that although your mortgage rates for some people have gone up thousands of dollars this year, your rent can't do that. Your rent can only go up right now by law 2% per year. So if you're in a position where you're not comfortable with your payments, 
you get to start over. You get to find a place that's either close to or around what you were paying. And then you get to put that equity that you have. And, and some of you are sitting on hundreds of thousands, some of you millions of dollars of equity that is not being used wisely. And you can do something with that, including investing in GICs that are paying out as much as 5% right now. That would be giving you a dividend return. In some cases, as high as 20, 30, $40,000 a year, which doesn't cover all your expenses, but certainly doesn't hurt. And your principal amount is not affected. These are things that I help people with and help them understand. And I'm very happy to help you understand how these systems work. They're complicated, but they're not impossible. And the average person that I'm working with is doing this stuff. It's not tricky. There's a couple of steps. And once I've shown them to you, you'll think, why haven't I done this before? Why was I losing sleep? Why was I stressed out all the time? You deserve better. I want you to have a better life. If you're listening to this, your chances are someone who deserves good things because you're looking to find ideas and suggestions, something about the title, something about a previous podcast might have been interesting. So you're listening again. And I thank you for that. I just found out this morning that there's been 85,000 of you that have subscribed to my podcast. And it's just incredible to me to, for that number to exist. So thank you for that. And thank you for listening. As always, the link to activate this program is in the description. Simply click on it, fill out the, fill out the form. And in under 10 seconds, you're set, you're in, and I can start helping you get to the next stage of your life and only going up from there. <laughs>